We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. Bigfoot titties. <laughs> this week on the Mystic Party, Jordan Morris, Maggot Pies, and Lovin' Bigfoot. Hit it, Ghost DJ. Welcome to the Mystic Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm California's leading psychic, Bria Grant. And I'm Southern California's handsomest occult scientist, Zane Austin Grant. You did win that contest. I did win the contest. Mr. Occult Scientist. USA. 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 Our guest today is Jordan Morris. Hi, guys. I didn't know if I should start chanting or not. Oh, you can chant at any time. Okay. What do you want to chant? Uh, well, USA was fun. Maybe okay. um, Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Oh, that was good. Was I liked fun. that. that just like, just, let's just pick a country and chant. Anytime no you want to do No need to just do USA. We can do, you know, USSR. 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 Anyone under the age of 18 won't get that one. People will call it anymore. <laughs> people, what's that mean? Guys, I consider myself a citizen of the world. Okay. So I do chant USA, but I also want to chant other countries. Too. I consider myself a citizen of the past. So I chant USSR. Oh, wow. I check, Yugoslavia. Check, uh, Yugoslavia. I'm a Czechoslovakia. Pangea. Pangea. That's a really good one. <laughs> Atlantis. <Super> continent. <laughs> um, you know, all sorts of things. British colonial India. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was everybody's geography lesson for the week. Jordan, tell us everything that's going on with you. Uh, well, uh, let's see. I am a uh, writer for the television show At Midnight. We like on, that show. Yes, thank you. It's a nice television show. Uh, it's a fake game show about mm-hmm. what went on on the internet that day. Yeah, you guys really don't care about the points. Sometimes I'd, I'm watching and one person has 100 points and the next minute... Without anything happening, they have 300 points. Yeah, if you are a like stickler for the game part of the show, mm-hmm. uh, you will go crazy. Yeah, I think can't if, pay attention to that. I think if people have like OCD, mm-hmm. the show probably you know forces them to touch light switches ten times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of what they what it is is they you know the show is just mostly concentrated on what the funniest stuff is. So sometimes. They kind of overshoot and then only leave in the funniest parts, but that causes everyone's points to jump around. Right. Um, so yeah, I think. But the person who wins is actually the person who won. So they. Good. That's good. So you don't they, you don't pre pre plan that. No. Yeah. No, that that part of that pre plan. the deck. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What What is a society without rules? Oh, it's uh, anarchy. Total anarchy. And mm-hmm. I think that the show kind of just reflects the creator's view on 
you know, what a society should be. And I think they are, you know, kind of advocating with their internet game show, you know, that why can't we all just live in a world, you know, without the bonds Mm -hmm. of, you know, society and government? Why can't we all just like rely on the goodness of people? Oh, and wow. I think that's the, that's the overarching message of the show. I didn't get that when I watched yeah, it. I think, Weird. Yeah, I think I mean I think if you you know stay with it and just keep mm-hmm. it on your DVR, you'll really realize what it's advocating is a kind of humane anarchy, kind mm-hmm. of like a Caligula. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. we definitely want to do a lot of uh, eunuch fucking. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, really, all, that's the sub message of the show. That's really great. We're really pro that on the Mystic Party too. Mm-hmm. I was a eunuch. I was You're a, a former eunuch. I was a right. eunuch. <laughs> but then you got that fixed? I was a teenage eunuch. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is my favorite movie. Um, you guys film in front of a live studio audience. Mm-hmm. We what, do. What kind of drugs are those people on? Don't, I mean, listen, so, so kind of how the, how the show is taped. I'm going to mm-hmm. go from bit mode to earnest mode Okay, right I'm, now, ready, I'm ready. Uh, is that... Um, Monday and Tuesday, the shows you're seeing that night are taped. And oh. then uh, Wednesday, they just tape two shows, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And the afternoon one airs on Thursday. And the Thursday audience, because it happens, you know, at 8 o'clock at night, people get off work and come, so it's mostly fans. So the Thursday audience is a total party. Yeah, they liked it. They uh, liked during it. the week, kind of a crapshoot. Uh, oh. It's a lot of uh, bust-in hired audience people. Sure. Uh, who are often Eastern European and sometimes do not speak English. They still laugh at all the jokes. Yeah, yeah, you know. There's uh, a laugh, laugh sign. Sure, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. They uh, started teaching Eastern Europeans how to laugh. No, that's good. Yeah. It's the one nice thing Putin's been doing. That's yeah. really good. It's also part of our, like, they, they learn the language that way. Yeah, they exactly. Can, it's like they pay for a language class and they get bussed in to see your show. Yeah, and that's a big, I mean, we do a lot of like, I mean, sure, we do a lot of like crass jokes about, mm-hmm. you know, Twitter. But, you know, we also just, in the breaks, like, tell people to ask where the bathroom is sure. and where the nearest bus stop is. So, exactly. you know, there's a learning element, mm-hmm. too. I am a man. My boyfriend's learning Portuguese right now. <laughs> he keeps learning things like, this is, I am a turtle. I am is a big one. And it'll be things like, I am a turtle, which I think is really funny. It's very useful in Portugal. Yeah. So he's planning for a Portuguese vision quest where he, like, takes peyote and goes to find his spirit animal. Like, we want to prep you for all possible spirit animals. Yeah, they just go through the list of spirit animals that are popular in Portugal. I don't know why I used to learn that. Um, tell all the story that you just told, because it was funny, before we started recording, about what you were looking up. Oh, you, sure. Because this one aired for a week, so we'll already you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, some, a big thing, uh, you know, the show has to do about... Uh, there's a section of the show that's topical. That's like, here's all the you know, Twitter trends, and here's the weird stuff on Facebook, and here's what celebrities are doing on online. And then you know, the middle part of the show is just here's some weird shit from the internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, we definitely have days where we just sit down and find weird internet shit. And I had a great day the other day. I'm going to say great in quotation marks. Um, I had a great day um, <laughs> looking at non-sexual YouTube fetishes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I guess by non-sexual, I mean you know something that doesn't involve. You know, penis in vagina or sure. penis in butt or wherever. Okay, um, but still possible. Doesn't involve privates. Those doesn't are the involve top. privates, but it involves possible penetration into other orifices. Kind of, okay. yeah. So okay. it's, it's something that's a fetish, but you can still show on YouTube with their restrictions. Gotcha. Uh, and definitely, my favorite section was the sneezing fetish mm-hmm. videos. Mm-hmm. So it's all these women, uh, and they were you know sneezing in various ways, and like you know they would let the mucus hang out, and they would just have these big like kind of unselfconscious sneezes. 
And definitely my favorite one was this one that said, like, uh, Darla sneezing with, all caps, real allergies. <laughs> so there's, like, a dude out there whose boner is so fickle. He's like, I want to watch women sneeze, but only if it's hay fever. Like, only if it's from dander. I don't want any fake sneezing. Yeah, and there definitely were girls who, like, would take a little tissue and put it up there and then sneeze. Oh, because that makes you sneeze. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the, um, you look at a light. There's some, yeah, exactly. There's yeah. some dudes like, I don't want any of that shit. No, I want allergies. Hay fever. It's making my eyes water just thinking about it. Yeah. Are the girls American girls? Uh, they are, yeah, the ones I watched were American girls. Um, the, the place you get the kind of, uh, you know, Europeans mm-hmm. is the, um, women getting hit with pies. Oh, sure. Which I sure. had a lot of fun watching <laughs> to the point where I watched so much of it. I'm like, wait, am I into this? <laughs> like, or do Maybe I just, this is my new thing. Or do I just like slapstick? I yeah. couldn't tell. Yeah. Uh, different kinds of pies or like, just like those fake ones. Like you can't do like, uh, what would you do? Uh, right, yeah, you, you know, it's mostly, well, here's, God, and I think <laughs> I've gone so deep down this rabbit hole, I kind of mm. know a little bit about it. I've, part of it, part of the sexual part, part of the thing that people like is watching the crust fragments, like, slide down the face. <laughs> wow. So, it's not a full, it's, it's, it's a crust. It's uh-huh. like a, the, the pie crust is, it's not just a plate with whipped cream in it, right. basically. Because that was what they had on What Would You Do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, if you're making a pie for a fetish video, a lazy art director would probably just go, oh, just spray some pie into a, onto a paper plate yeah. and we'll just throw that in her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think part of the, the erotic part is not only seeing the woman get hit with the pie, but watching the crust fragments slide down. So there has to be an actual crust for climax to be achieved. Okay. All right. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. is there a particular pie that they... F- they favor? Um, you know, it, it, it seemed like it was just a crust with whipped cream. Oh, crust so, with whipped cream. So I think that most of the pie is just whipped, whipped cream, cream, but mm-hmm. it has to be in a pie crust. In a crust. Okay, I got what you're it's not, it's not a fruit boot fetish. No, it's not a cobbler fetish. <laughs> well, that could be a thing. Women you getting hit with cobblers? <laughs> there might be. <laughs> I actually have a fruit boot fetish, and it's these... Are you saying fruit boot? Yeah. Okay. And it's these like anthropomorphic fruits. Mm-hmm. With boots on and they're dancing. Uh-huh. It does sound sexy. And where do you find that? Just your local video store. Uh-huh. Next to Faces of Death. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to where they keep the Faces, faces of, death of Death and then move, and fruit <laughs> move, move the alligator attacks. Are they wearing, over. is it called Fruit Boot because they're wearing boots or because that's like the name of the dance that they're doing? Like it's a boot. Both. Okay. The boot. fruit, I just said the fruit are wearing boots. I know. Mm. But is that why it's named that? <laughs> I want clarification. <laughs> I'm very intelligent, but there are a few things I don't know, and mm-hmm. the etymology of fruit boots is one of them. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, Jordan. Yes. Um, the other, you're also you also do a podcast. I do a podcast. I mean, it's not like Mystic Party. No, I mean it's not. Yeah, I mean it's not quite the. You, you people know. don't pay as much to be on your podcast as they pay to be on our podcast. Yeah, and by the way, and you know, uh, the checks in the mail. Oh, so great, great. It clears, no. and you don't have to release the episode. I don't know why you put clears. it in the mail since you're sitting right here, but I, well, I just, I, you know, I like stamps. Okay, great. <laughs> That's yeah. my fetish is stamp licking. <laughs> so anytime I get a chance to mail a check instead of hand it off, I do. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I do. I mean, it's definitely not the. I mean, you guys go deep on this, and mm-hmm. you know, clearly, you know, there's a, this is. This I can tell this like saps a lot of your energy, and sure. I'm sure you guys just kind of lay comatose for hours. Hours. We actually have a, we done. have a room. We call it the coma room. They call us the Pele of podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> that is what they call us. 
<laughs> what is the name of your podcast? Um, it's called Jordan Jesse Go, and it's, it's very, a little lighter that you've been on. I've been on. It's and people like it. It's very popular. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of it's a it's a fun chat show, and we have mm-hmm. uh, comedians and actors and web personality types on as guests. And yeah, it's definitely not the you know strength draining <laughs> deep dive that yeah. this show is. Yeah, it's a little more just kind of light and fun. Sure, um, and but we're not do? doing the service that you guys are. So. Sure, yeah, yeah. Ours is much more expensive. Mm-hmm. You sure. know, we have I mean, you gotta, pay, you gotta pay for all those runes. Oh, yeah. we What's your rune budget on the show? Oh, I mean, you wouldn't believe we have so many budgets. Fortunately, the Army's Department of uh, Archaeology and Mm -hmm. uh, Indiana Jones Storage Mm -hmm. gives us a significant grant. So, like, when that warehouse at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark is full, they just let you guys store that stuff here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they let us store stuff there. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah. And then they give us all the money. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, great. So that's... The money you guys find. are kind of army subcontractors then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a Blackwater thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we like. <laughs> we like to think like that. <laughs> but for magical items. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's similar to that show Warehouse 13. Oh, okay. <laughs> now that you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact plot. <laughs> Interesting. Um, we're suing them right now. Yeah. We're suing them. They copied us. Yeah. Um, you've been doing your podcast a long time. Yeah, I have been doing it a long time. 1957. Yeah, yeah sure. We did it on uh, shortwave radio. First, yeah. <laughs> and what it, you know, went out to troops uh, who were fighting the Kaiser <laughs> in Germany. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we've been doing our podcast um, a while now, maybe six or seven years. It's definitely... That was a long time. You know, did, yeah. Was the internet around six or seven years ago? It was, but it was a hand crank yeah. internet. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like starting an old model It was tea. just a bunch of cats in a room like like putting videos out like slowly so they knew that they'd be able to own the internet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it was cats filming Super 8 videos right. of themselves <laughs> jumping into boxes. <laughs> You guys invented steampunk. We did, yes, and then find yeah, that's what I was getting at. We invented steampunk. Oh, good, good. I didn't know that about. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, yeah. Every time a uh, weirdo puts on goggles, we get some money. Oh, wow. we get ten cents every single time. Yeah, this must be. How do you keep track of that? It seems like oh, uh, we really have like we have like lawyers that. Oh yeah, that they're just just together. their job. So, yeah, exactly. It's like the guy inventing podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep track of our steampunk residuals. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, we've been doing the show a while. It's at uh, MaximumFun.org if anybody's interested. And yeah, we, de- we definitely, I think our show is, um, um, unlike your show, which has a terrific theme, our show is kind of themeless. Mm-hmm. And that's just because when we started, our theme was, this isn't Mac Tips or Harry Potter fan fiction, mm-hmm. so we're automatically different. Totally different. Uh, but yeah, we're kind of just a, we're just kind of a chat show. So, And um, where are you going in the show? Jordan, Jesse, go where? Well, I mean, I think we're just talking about. I mean, this is a little bit similar to your. I want show. a physical like, place. We're, oh, you want a? Fi- oh, it's a state of mind. Sorry, <laughs> okay. there's no physical. How Te- about Tempe, Arizona? <laughs> One day Tempe. we'll get there. Tempe, Tempe, Tempe. I like. This How about chanting. this as a catchphrase? Yeah. Don't go there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. That's original. I've I have literally never heard that anywhere. <laughs> so we could do it like this. Jordan, Jesse, don't, don't go, go there. there. Yeah, I know you've been around for six or seven years, and maybe it's time for a change. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think have you been called that since the beginning? We haven't. Yeah, Jordan. Just I think for the first for the first two episodes, if you look back in iTunes, it's called like the Thorn Morris Project. Oh, really? That's our last names. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think like two or three episodes in, we decided on that name. How many episodes have you done? I think we have done three twenty five, three twenty six, three. Yeah. So similar to us. Yeah, about, about, yeah. I mean, we're catching up to you guys, slowly yeah. but surely. Yeah. Have you ever had any other Jordans on the show? Mm. Oh, let me think. Have we? I don't think we have. No. No way. Mm-mm. Jordan Catalan. We have a lot of 13-year-old yeah. girls, which is who has on my name, show? basically. 
On the show? Uh, no, we haven't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, who else is named Jordan? Yeah, the character, the love interest from My So-Called Life, uh-huh. and, like, any 13-year-old girl you hear yelled at, getting yelled at in the mall. Okay. Like Jordan? People, yeah. Get out of Claire's boutique and meet me at the Pretzel Hut. <laughs> you are not getting your ears pierced. Yeah. For the seventh time. Yeah. Your corn dog's getting cold. <laughs> Jordan? <laughs> Well, so yeah, no, I don't think we've we've never had another. We may we may never have had another Jesse on either. So that's crazy. Maybe There's a correct. lot of Jessies though. There that are a lot seems, of Jessies. That's more we've of an. We've never had a Jesse. Other Z- than Zane's the, roommate's name's Jesse. Do you want to have him on? Yeah, I mean, you see, what's he up to? Uh, uh, right now, he's probably sitting at Sparrow's um, with his sister Jordan. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they sound great. They love pepperoni pizza. It's <laughs> yeah, a great kind of pizza. So okay, think about that. Think about that. Yeah. Well, Jordan, on yes. Mystic Party, we like to start with the part of the program where we help the community and we give out um, unsolicited advice. Oh, terrific. And we have a little theme song for that. Mm-hmm. A little theme song that we didn't make up. I'm anxious to hear it. Okay. We found it on YouTube. Get ready for it. <laughs> Goes on for a long time. That's amazing. Yeah, um, that was found on YouTube. Move to the music. Come on, come on to the mystic. Party. I'm glad I took E before I came in. Oh, good, because <laughs> that made that whole part a lot, a lot better. Um, we suggest everyone takes E before listening to our to That's our a good, podcast. It's a good, uh, yeah, good tip. Or do it for whatever you're. It's gonna a fun do. life hack. It is <laughs> life hack. <laughs> Take E before doing something. <laughs> makes it more fun. <laughs> makes it better. <laughs> um. All right. So it's now time for some news stories. Can we get Kiki News Girl to the microphone? Kiki, Kiki News Girl, calling. we're glad Kiki to have you back this week. You were replaced last week with someone whose name was Ricardo Newsy. With who? I'm going to kill him. It's a news story. Number one, go. Kiki the News Girl at the microphone. First in news, Congress this year has held more hearings on space th- um, than on climate change, showing that Congress obviously has an obsession with aliens. Mm-hmm. With seven on climate change and 19 on space travel and alien life, Congress has clearly placed its bets on extraterrestrial life. Mm-hmm. Fact. Do they know something we don't? I don't know. They've had 19 hearings on space. How many on climate change? Seven, Seven on climate change. And um, so clearly they're interested in extraterrestrial life more than this terrestrial life. Yeah. I mean, although, I mean, I think they can be kind of be one and the same. I think if we kidnap and torture aliens, mm-hmm. they probably have a technology that can help us, you know, kind of reassemble the polar ice caps. Wow, Doesn't that Jordan, sound like you some really, shit aliens would be up to? That was really well thought out, and I could see how that would be good. So you think that yeah. they're having hearings on how to get the aliens to tell us how to fix the climate problems? Yeah, I mean, or, and, you know, just like other stuff. Sure, like like time travel and, like, wormholes? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, wormholes, where all the best wormholes are. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have That's a it. lot of three-star generals who are listeners to our show. Yeah, we do. 
So that's a suggestion. For I think that's really good. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if, they're if gonna that's have not these... what they've been talking about, definitely I would say to Congress, like mm-hmm. think about you know how to you know how to kidnap aliens, what their mm-hmm. weaknesses are. Is mm-hmm. it water? Is it germs? Like, yeah. I'm just spitballing here. Yeah. So I guess we're all pro this mm-hmm. thing where they're having more hearings on this than climate change. Yeah. And if we can't, if they don't have the technology, if we find out, perhaps we could hire some Somali pirates to hijack one of their ships and take us like that Boston album cover into the stars <laughs> wait so if you're saying somali pirates versus space aliens somali pirates are they're dead? resourceful and desperate mm-hmm. as i think we all yeah. learned from captain phillips i think their resourcefulness combined mm-hmm. with their desperation could, yeah the uh, desperation to escape and aliens climate are not, change I don't, aliens can also be um resourceful and desperate it's true they may have traveled a long ways to get here mm-hmm. they might be the somalians of uh some other nebula. That's sure. true. They come out. That's true. I've seen that. I saw it. That sounds similar to that show Firefly. Or Ice Pirates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've inadvertently ripped off <laughs> several sci-fi classics. <laughs> well, or they ripped us off. Exactly. Well, obviously. You know, we, yeah. Well. You know, science fiction often comes true. That's if you true. you think about yeah. Star Trek, those communication badges. I prefer to call it speculative fiction, guys. Mm, sure. Yeah. <laughs> those... those the thing when they touch their communication badges, their comms, that's a lot like a cell phone. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Phasers are a lot like tasers. Mm-hmm. Um, the holodeck. Blue, female blue aliens, pretty slutty. Uh-huh. The you, holodeck is kind of like... Oculus Rift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Or Virtual Boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, so I guess what we're saying on this one, we don't have too much to discuss because we just need to say to them... Great job. Way to go, guys. Good job. job. Get those aliens. Torture the shit out of them. Torture them. Find find out out what they know. And what should we do about climate change? It's the only (laughs) thing we need to know from them. Climate change. Maybe a little help with the economy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just a way to make sure next season's uh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a little better than this one. Mm -hmm. I think we all think it has potential. Yeah, and aliens have probably a good idea about that one. Yeah, I mean, they probably have some good script doctors up there. Yeah, and they can tell us what's the difference between Resurrection and this other show they're going to have that's just like Resurrection. Oh, sure, yeah. I need to know that, too. Yeah, I need to know that before that happens. Resolution? No. (laughs) Revolution? No. I don't know what it's called. Dead people people come back. (laughs) It's another show with the same premise based on the same show. Dead people come back. That's a good show. Sometimes they come back. That's the name of... That's the tagline on Carrie 2. Right? I don't know. No. Christine (laughs) 2. I don't know that there was a Christine 2. Maybe there was. Uh, I think there was. Yeah? I I don't know. I just worked with the guy who was on Christine. Just so you guys know. He was on it? He was in Christine. He played the car? No. He played the bad guy. He played the guy with the big poofy hair. Who ran from the car. It's a good thing you should watch. The bad guy ran from the car? Yeah, the car kills the bad guy. Guys, you haven't seen Christine recently. Yeah, the car is the car is this like the the car the kills kid, people. Like a. this this <laughs> this put upon teen is kind of the car is but you know acting out his frustrations. Yeah, he is he is doing what the teen cannot. It's the same plot of this movie um, called uh, like Poop Monster. What is that movie called? Bad, Mon- bad Milo. It's called oh, Bad, bad Milo. Milo. Sure. It's the same plot but with a car. Uh, Maybe you guys saw this movie. I did see this movie. And it's the same plot as Christine is with this car, but Mm -hmm. with a car. What about Miss Forty Five? It's a little more lighthearted. Well, sure. Next news story. Okay. (laughs) Next in news, tagline here: Oh my goodness, the deers are falling. A deer seemingly fell from the sky onto a Chicago highway, nearly crushing a mother and her four children. Police say. 
Heidi Connor was driving at more than 70 miles per hour on uh, westbound Interstate 90 when the animal suddenly obliterated her windshield. That's mean, crazy. My, my instinct is, did it fall off the back of a truck? Like, or, or maybe it jumped off of a like overpass? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was trying to end it. Was there more story? That's the end of the story. No, there's... Is there a video? Well, let me just say, if deers are falling from the sky, we all might as well start saying our prayers right now because they're real big. It's over. They're really big. Yeah. The title of the article is, Deers Are Falling From The Sky. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, my instinct is that they were being transported somehow. Sure. The deer caught an updraft Mm -hmm. and then like kind of flew into this car. But is there a reason that deers would be in a My instinct is that we should all stay inside from now on because that is a really scary thing that could be happening. I'm more concerned for the deers. Uh-huh. The deer's current condition isn't clear. A call from the Huffington Post to the Illinois State Troopers <laughs> was not immediately returned. The crack reporters at the Huffington Post. Huff Post. <laughs> you got your calls blocked by the Illinois State Troopers. You, you can said find it wasn't out immediately about... returned. Did that mean they like called and then they didn't get a hold, so they posted the article? Like, I think they just called and didn't even leave a message. <laughs> they hung they... up. How's the deer? <laughs> and has Jennifer Lawrence had any nip slips recently? <laughs> HuffPo readers want to know. What about the, <laughs> the condition of the flying deer? We had a fur. To- Wait, do you think it's a flying deer? Oh, I don't know. I guess we just assumed it was falling. But yeah, maybe it's maybe it's like a deer that's just learning to fly. Yeah, and it jumped out of the nest, and then it just kind of. Ah, I mean, people under. talk about you know like evolution. There's always an awkward stage in mm-hmm. evolution where mm-hmm. something is kind of between one thing and another. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe this is that. I mean, maybe yeah. deers are taking to the air mm-hmm. gradually, but now they're kind of just getting the hang of it. Or maybe they're training to go work with Santa in the winter. That's true. Yeah, yeah this could, could just be, be a wayward Santa a deer. A wayward Santa reindeer. Some cracked out Santa deer. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he got fired. Oh, and he Got just... drunk. So I'll deliver the fucking toys myself. <laughs> he flew straight into a windshield. It was, oh boy. There's a, there's, a, there's a big alcohol problem amongst magical deer. Yeah, I don't know if true. you guys know they that. They get real bummed because none of them are Rudolph. Yeah. They all want to be the dog. I wish the whole song was about me. Yeah, I'm only Prancer. <laughs> and Dixon. <laughs> well, Prancer had his own movie. Old Dixon. Prancer had a movie? Yeah, there's a movie called Prancer. Wow. It was in the kind of golden age of live action Christmas movies for yeah. children. I, I vaguely remember this. Starring Tim Curry. Was Tim Curry in Prancer? Probably. It makes sense. Tim Roth. Yeah, Tim Roth. Zane, why did you pick this story? You thought that that was a, um, you think it's a magical deer? Uh, I was thinking, there's so many directions. If the Huffington Post would just do their goddamn job. (laughs) Right. And like follow up with the state troopers, the state troopers probably already know, A, it it fell out of a spaceship, Mm -hmm. B, it was flying deer, like Mm -hmm. you guys said, Mm -hmm. which is a good hypothesis. Mm -hmm. Um, It was magical. It was um, jumping out of a tree to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, it hated the people who were driving the car. It had been picked up and dropped mm-hmm. by some eagles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some picked- real angry eagles. Yeah, some <laughs> angry organized, organized eagles. It had been picked up by the eagles, Don Henley himself. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. And he flew through the air and then he dropped the deer. These are all viable options. What is it, Huffington? Well, Ariana Huffington, give us a call. We're mm-hmm. waiting. Yeah. Our, so our advice to Huffington Post? Do your job. Jeez. And what are seven easy foods I can cut out to prevent <laughs> stomach fat? <laughs> All right. Last news story. Lots of questions. <laughs> it starts with when. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lastly in news, guys. When James Leininger of Louisiana was two years old, he began having horrific nightmares of crashing in a plane. 
The boy said he was shot down by the Japanese, that his plane took off from the Natoma ship, and that he had a friend named Jack Larson. He also identified the site where he crashed, Iwo Jima, from a photograph. Leininger started saying he was the third James. The pilot who died in the battle for Iwo Jima was named James Huston Jr. That would make James Leininger the third James if he is the reincarnation of this pilot. Obviously, this blogger believes that he was reincarnated. Mm-hmm. So here's a little question I have about okay. this important story. This guy, everybody says, oh, he's reincarnated from a World War II pilot. I think he can see the future, and he knows that we're going to go to war with Japan again. Wow. that's Yeah, that, that, that explanation makes more sense. I think it me. makes far more sense. I can't wait to go to war with Japan, mm. because it'll be finally a chance to test... My hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't go, wait to go to war with Japan because I assume they're going to only drop really adorable things onto us, like oh sure, like little Hello Kitties. That would be fun. Or I mean, or I guess we could go the other way. I mean, they've probably got giant robots in there at this point, right? Oh, I yeah, mean, they've been fun. doing so much giant robot-related mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. It's got to be coming from one. somewhere. They're probably just waiting for the next big war mm-hmm. for you know this army of Voltrons to mm-hmm. rise up out of the Pacific. Mm-hmm. And how fun is that going to be? It's going to be awesome. I mean, they'll probably destroy America. It would explain a lot. Hey, guys, can we get a jump on them? Japan, 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 Japan. Japan. See, spare us. Spare us when your army of robots levels our cities. I'm a trained robot driver. You should hire me. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. I went to robot jock school. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, you saw robot jocks. (laughs) Not only did I see it, I had dinner with the director. Oh. What's he up to these days? Um, Well, he's... Actually, uh, he's he was directing a play called Taste recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know Stuart Gordon directed Robot Jocks. You didn't know that? <laughs> no. Well, he did. We saw that play. A guy gets his penis cut off. Oh, my. On the play. Is this in the play. On the stage. Oh, my. Mm. And, and so this is a new actor each night? <laughs> it's a different actor each night. They replace him every single night. Yeah. Is and this still first, happening? And that's how I became not a unit. <laughs> Is this, Stuart, play is, this, is this Stuart Gordon of, um, oh God, what are those movies where that sphere has knives? Oh, uh, no, that's Phantasm. That's, okay. That's um, a different guy. No, he made Reanimator. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, From Beyond. Okay. All the Lovecraft stuff. Who made Phantasm? Phantasm was made by the guy who made John Dies in the End, whose name oh, sure. is... Coscarelli. Cos- Don Coscarelli. Yeah. Stuart Gordon directed uh, Castle Freak. He did. Wow. That's a lot of fun. That is a fun one. Fun stuff, guys. Um, so we got it's a about topic. A free coolers at a castle. I don't know if you guys have <laughs> Is seen it really? It. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen it. Oh, I've never seen. I it. like it. Yeah, I have a story about it. But we'll. He talk gets about his ding dong ripped off. Not a big deal. Another ding dong ripped off. <laughs> I think we're noticing a little bit of a mm-hmm. pattern. Yeah, that is what happens. You don't see the ding dong get ripped off. Well, you know, unlike in the play story. taste, where you do see it, you yeah. see it straight up. This is a big straight topic down. of debate on another podcast the flop house so just the so people don't house. think i'm stealing their ding dong debate what what's the ding dong debate uh whether or not uh, <laughs> whether or not the castle freak ripped off his own ding dong or not <laughs> this is a big debate on a podcast one guy says it happened in the movie it doesn't but you kind no. of see that he has a nub oh. yeah because he was tortured name other right. movies where people get their ding dongs ripped off um maybe antichrist teeth mm-hmm. that quentin tarantino movie about nazis does that happen? The Glorious Bastards? Maybe. No, it doesn't happen. I don't know. It should. Um, that RoboCop remake video. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And original RoboCop, one guy got it shot off. He gets shot. Oh yeah, sure. but not there's in a, the remake. Shot they, to the ding dong. But in the remake, a not the remake, guys. but the remake they did for just the internet. Yeah. There was like did there's you a see shot this? to the ding dong. There's tw- like twenty of like they like twenty guys run on. And they shoot prosthetic them all the ding dongs. That's cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll show you after. This is very important. Yeah, I want to watch that. Well, I think it's time for us to do um, our favorite part of the show. Did I call the last one our favorite part? They're all our favorites. Yeah. Um, our mom listens to the show, and she always has a couple of questions for the show. This one, I think, is from the Bo Ryan episode. So it's time for Bo mom Ryan. questions. What's your favorite constellation? Bo Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? I got it. That's dumb. I got it. All right. Mom question for the week. I'd like to know more about pet cemeteries. Like, how do pets come back to life at the pet cemetery? How do you make that happen? Clearly, mom's planning on having a little, a new, a new sibling for us, a new pet sibling. <laughs> did a, a did your sibling. mom recently lose a pet? Do you think she's <laughs> looking she recently to... lost one of our children? <laughs> one of her children. <laughs> Sorry, Mom, I don't mean to talk about it. Zane's conjoined twin. Oh, no, yeah. Zane's you conjoined twin, finally. He's up in the attic. What's Zane finally <laughs> absorbed him all the way. <laughs> What's in the basket? <laughs> it's my twin. What happens in pet cemeteries and why? I don't know why we were talking about that, but what what happens in them and why do we? At night when the cold wind blows. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be buried. Um, Jordan, what what do you think happens in a pet cemetery? Uh, to make the animals come back to life? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, yeah. No, during internment. Yeah, how okay, deep, what happens to your how decomposition? Deep, how, <laughs> how deep are the graves that they dig? Yeah. Well, you, know, you think they go full six feet on, on the animals? No, you do a two to two feet for a... Because two it, feet for a cat, three feet for a big dog. Wait, so how big you are determines how much far you should be buried? Yeah. So if, since I'm like a smaller person, do I get a full six feet? You get a five, five and a half. What about a, like a midget person? Yeah, that's a that's a four foot grave. Oh wow! Yeah. Huh. What if you four like feet a, under? What about like if you're a really tall person who has a tall person disease? Oh, then they uh, just uh, wrap up your body and put it in a tree. Oh, <laughs> one's <laughs> called five feet high. Oh, bury him five feet high. They say. <laughs> that's what they say. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. That's an old cowboy expression. <laughs> bury him five feet high. I'm just means put you five feet above the ground because you're very tall. <laughs> in my younger years, mm-hmm. I was arrested for grave robbing oh how my. illegal is it to rob a pet cemetery grave? i'm glad we have a pet cemetery expert here yeah uh I mean, yeah thank you and thank you for for directing that question at me uh-huh. being the pet cemetery expert mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's like a lesser crime i mean mm-hmm. like you know they're buried in kind of lesser holes mm-hmm. uh yeah i mean it's just like you know it's community service oh that's oh. not bad at all yeah same what did you do with so the... get out there rob that pet cemetery not that big a deal you'll have to scrub graffiti for a weekend unless you get bit by a pet cemetery zombie oh yeah then you're a then you're a pet zombie and that's a that's a whole ordeal that's weird. wait you're a pet zombie yeah yeah you take on the characteristics of that pet Bummer. Yeah. so if you are like a rabbit if you get bit by a rabbit, then all of a sudden you're going to be like eating carrots and making sniffy noises. Yeah, circular poops. Mm. It's real poops. become circular. That's what that book Bonicula is about. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, this is a good book. Yeah. What if you get bit by... Bonicula is based on true events. <laughs> that's, that's true. Zane, what did, you, what did you take from a pet cemetery? 
No, I never robbed a pet oh, cemetery. Oh, you said when you were younger, you did. I said when I was younger, I did some grave robbing. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I was gotten a lot of trouble for it because it used to not be as illegal. But after uh, we took um, the corpse of um, the guy who founded the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, mm-hmm. and we put it. We took his not his corpse. He was very decomposed. Sure. Mm-hmm. We took his uh, skeleton. skeleton and we put it in a dress, and then we hung it real high in the tree. <laughs> you, you gave him a tall man's burial. <laughs> yeah. That's what they call Wait, it. Wait, did he have a fat skeleton? He had a big, fat skeleton. Mm-hmm. Like big bone. He's a big bone. And why'd you put him in a dress? He was a cross-dresser. Oh. And he persecuted homosexuals. Oh, show him a thing or two. Yeah, right? Yeah. Show it was him. a political message. Mm-hmm. To someone. Uh-huh. Well, and you didn't get in trouble for that. I got in a great deal of trouble for it. That's what I'm saying. What did you get in trouble? What did you get? I got uh, I got one week of detention. Mm-hmm. In Saturday school? <laughs> in two Saturday schools. <laughs> Man, those are, those are so boring. It's the worst. Yeah. You They're like, just sit there. here's the worksheet about marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> You learned your lesson. It sounds what like. is don't it? rob graves, or else you have Quit to digging up famous politicians' graves for making a political statement, or else you'll have to fill out a worksheet about marijuana. Yeah, obviously. Saturday school. Well, mom, I'm not sure if we answered your question, but I think that's it for mom questions this week. <laughs> you don't have a cool techno theme song. For no, mom that questions? one doesn't have it. No, so if someone wants to write that for They're us, gonna, they need to write it. She's going to insert Pet Cemetery. That song was no, so, like, clearly of an era. That's, like, amazing how the, much come on, come that on Mystic, to the Mystic Party. party. Yeah. Come on, come yeah. on to the Mystic Party. They're not speaking English in most of it, though. Oh, terrific. Oh, so I guess if it's if it's European, it could have been recorded last year. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> it could have been very recent. <laughs> now it's time for the part of the show where we do a quiz with you, Jordan. I'd love to do a quiz. Oh, great. It's a we quiz. do have a song for this. <laughs> Jordan, we forgot to say one of the most important things at the beginning, which is you and I know each other because we were on a show called Game Shop. We were. Do you know I get tweets? Serious, serious moment, guys. Yeah. Um, I get tweets about that uh, a couple times a week. Yeah, totally. Me too. Game people, Shop is a well-loved web series. People keep, they say, when is Game Shop coming back? And I say, that website doesn't exist anymore, so <laughs> it's not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I always, I usually, sometimes I forward it um, to Andy because I feel like he would like that. Yeah. And I say, ask Ask Secunda. Yeah, get Secunda on the line. Um, but we were on a show called Game Shop we together, were. where we played Love Interests. Sure. Um, so I assume that you know about all kinds of games, including ones that call in spirits to a- answer questions. You're, that is a correct assumption. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so that is why I made your quiz about Ouija boards. Yes. How much do you feel like you know about Ouija boards? Uh, nothing, but uh, I, I mean. Have you used yeah. one? I have not. I've never used a Ouija so board. So you know nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saying you used one every day. <laughs> you just ask it what you should eat for breakfast. You just consult it with They're, all. They've gotten to the point where they just write back. You are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Too needy. <laughs> Get a life. Yeah. Question one: Which of the following famously people used a Ouija board? William Butler Yeats's. 
Yates? Mm-hmm. Yates. William Butler Yates's wife. Okay. B. Former Italian Prime Minister Romano Prodi. C. Bill Wilson, who started AA. D. The Mars Volta. E. All of the above. Boy, all of those are all of those make sense to me. All famousy. Could have all used a Ouija board. I'm going to say all of the above. That is correct. Yes. All of the above used have been known to use a Ouija board. Nice. All, like on the reg, not just at a Well, no, for party. various things. So okay. The Italian prime minister, um, he had to say under oath, he confessed that he had used one um, oh. when having a seance to find someone they were looking for. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess I guess I associate Ouija boards now with like slumber parties. It's yeah. something like kids do at slumber parties, but right. I guess back in the day, like, you know, in the days of Houdini and stuff, mm-hmm. people were like legitimately using them to summon. Houdini things. hated them. Yeah, right. That was Did like he? his late late in life crusade was to yeah. debunk it was. mystics. <laughs> yeah, if he ever came on the show, I'd shoot him in the head immediately. Yeah. Whoa, because he wants to. Because he would be after us. Because he's like, oh, you guys don't. You're not a psychic, really. Are like, you can't communicate with the spirit world. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. Everyone knows we do on the reg. <laughs> also, the Mars Volta based an entire album on their experience with a Ouija board. Makes sense. They must have been really hunting for ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. You have one out of one. Okay. Okay. Great. Can we quit now? No, so no. So that I have 100%. You have three. Okay. You have three questions. I can do three. If you burn a Ouija board, what happens? Okay. A, it screams. B, it possesses you and your entire family. C, it just burns because it's made of cardboard, I think. I think it's made of cardboard. <laughs> Is that, oh, those are my three options? That's yeah, that's it. That's all you get. So it screams. It possesses you and your entire family. Or it doesn't burn because it's made of cardboard? No, it just burns. Oh, it just burns. Well, I mean, here's here's my here's my feeling, R.E. Ouija board. Is that there's please, probably, talk it out. There's probably, yeah, I'm going to talk it out, guys. Okay. I'm not just going to make some blind guess. Oh, please I want don't. to be informed. Is that the Ouija board that you go to, you know, Toys R Us or Target and buy mm-hmm. is a, you know, Milton Bradley recreation. Totally. Probably just made in a factory somewhere. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess that the, you know, the original Ouija boards, um, probably are made of, yeah, like Satan skin. Yeah. Yeah. Some like skin of, uh, of extinct beasts and, Mm -hmm. you know, wood from a cursed tree absolutely stuff like that. So yeah, I'm going to go, I think if you burn a legit Ouija board, Mm -hmm. it probably possesses you and your entire family. Oh, incorrect. It screams. Oh, it It screams. It hurts it. When board, also fact you should know, boards not properly disposed of will return to haunt their owners. If you want to dispose of it, you guys want to know how? I know. Yeah, what's the proper way? Zane says he knows. You got to take it to Best Buy and put it in that container where people put their cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. Which um, also no. <laughs> is where I found out that's where you're supposed to do dildo disposal. Oh, dildo disposal, cell phones, and Ouija board disposal at Best Buy. Oh, Best Buy's really doing the, the God's yeah. work over there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Question three. You got one out of two right now. You're going to be paying a lot for this Mystic Party session. If um, you don't get this one okay. right. Mm. Well worth it. Okay. Well worth it. Which should you never say to a Ouija board? Mm. Which what questions should you never ask? Okay. This is on the, like, <laughs> the Ouija board frequently asked questions. <laughs> there uh, may have been one or two websites that, that were okay. that. Yes. Nice. Yes. You better get ready because Jumanji's next. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I know a lot about Jumanji. <laughs> I have seen that movie twice. <laughs> All right, what should you never ask a Ouija board? A, who is your real father? Mm-hmm. B, where the gold is buried? Mm. C, what is the meaning of life? Oh, boy. Yeah, I think the other two 
are reasonable questions. I think we all want to know who our real father is. Sure. We all, uh, you know, I think we all secretly hope it's Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> At least I do. Same or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Danny DeVito or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Same genetic pool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and where are the golds buried? That seems reasonable. You buried some gold. You want to know where it is. And where I is think it? I think my my guess is that the meaning of life is kind of an audacious question. And, you know, one that I think, you know, everyone has to kind of figure out for themselves. So it's less... It's the only one on there that's not a practical question. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go meaning of life. No, it's actually really? where the gold is buried. So you can <laughs> ask it. Well, what about other precious minerals like a platinum fine. or... Fine. That's fine. Fine. Platinum. Onyx. Yeah, fine. Hmm. Fine. Other questions you can't ask, though, are uh, when you're going to die hmm. or anything about God. Any single question well, about God. I feel God. like the meaning of life ropes that in, right? Jordan, you may have had, found a loophole to win this quiz. I, maybe I did. So, so, the, but the, so does the Ouija board <laughs> have a stock answer to meaning of life? Oh, um, not that I no. read about on the q and oh, It does not. Kiki says It's no. different every time? No, I'm saying it would just say no. Mm. No. Oh, okay. No meaning. No meaning. meaning. Oh, okay. Wow. No. None. Ouija board pretty is pretty dark. For a, a, for a nihil- magical object, it's pretty... Uh, nihilistic. Um, yeah. Most of the Q&A, the FAQs I read were more about how to keep it from possessing you. Because, gotcha. So it is pretty a dark, a dark yeah, yeah. thing. But because you found a loophole, you got two out of three oh, questions hey, right. right. So you won the quiz. Oh, cool. We call it a quiz, but really it's a contest. Am I competing against? <laughs> you're competing Keep your shirts ag- on, ladies. You're competing against God. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like the Santa Claus of Tim Allen, where if I beat him, I become God. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> Too um, much pressure. So I think it's time for us to talk to the guest about your problem. Talk to the guest. <laughs> I have a question before you start. Yes. Um, how many theme songs do you have for your show? Uh, just the one. Just one, huh? Yeah. Oof. So, I mean, All we're right. behind. We are losing Ooh. the theme song arms race. Have you ever been on a podcast with as many good theme songs? Oh, God, definitely not. This no. is, I mean, you guys, I mean, there's a lot to be said for this show, but I think mm-hmm. the number one thing that you guys are bringing to the table mm-hmm. is multiple theme songs. Multiple theme songs. That's yeah. what I was thinking. You should talk to Kevin Pereira. He might be able to help you out. He can. Yeah? Can he hook he us up with some... He wrote our theme song. Not that can... one. The one that we just played was, was Chris Roder. That's great. And then the other one is, a, as we said, a, not a, is a band that okay. we stole. Terrific. Anyway, so you have a problem. I do. And yeah, thanks for letting me come on and open up, guys. I mean, sure. it's, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, people invite me on you know, podcasts, so, you know, like goof around and make jokes and mm. stuff, but it's nice that like, we hate jokes. Yeah. Oh, they're the worst. I mean, they're insincere. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's nice to like be able to come on this show and like just open up about something that's, you know, just kind of been on my mind and something I've wanted to talk about publicly for a while, but mm. I haven't really felt like I've had a forum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean a big moment in my life. Um, sorry, this is, I haven't said any of this out loud before. Uh, a big moment in my life was when I saw the movie um, Harry and the Hendersons. Um. This is a movie about a um, family mm-hmm. um, with an, uh, kind of an uptight patriarch who discovers a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. And the Sasquatch you know, teaches them about how to love and how to become a family. 
Mm-hmm. Big, big movie for me growing up. And I think I saw it at a very, like, pivotal time when I was kind of learning about, um, you know, myself and, like, sexuality and, you know, kind of just mm-hmm. what, what I was all about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, like, a lot of times the, the media you ingest during that key time, you know, imprints itself onto you and it becomes sure. kind of part of the experience. And mm-hmm. I think that Harry and the Hendersons... um uh, sorry, um, has taught me that what I am attracted to and something I hope to do someday um, is to not only capture Bigfoot mm. and yes, to someday fuck Bigfoot. <laughs> but also I would like, you know, before any of that, I would just like to date Bigfoot. Date a Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah I mean, yes. That's kind of sweet. And And, you know... Part of what I was worried about in confessing this was that, like, you know, people would think I was a pervert and that I just, you know, wanted to fuck a missing link. And, yeah, I mean, that's definitely part of it. But I Mm. do want it to be, like, a healthy relationship. And I want to get there naturally. I don't just want to, like, you know, get it in a snare and stick it in. I want to, like... You need to lure it in. Yeah, I want to, like, just say, hey, I want to get to know you. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of, like, my, you know, my goal. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, during this kind of next segment of my life is to capture Bigfoot and date it. Seduce. And yeah, I mean, seduce is a little more sexual a word uh, than I would use, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I hope just, you know, kind of through my personality and kind of what I'm bringing to the table, mm-hmm. hopefully Bigfoot will, you know, voluntarily want to have sex with me. And when you say the next segment of your life, mm-hmm. how long, how long do you plan on pursuing this? Well, that's a good question. That's definitely something I wanted to ask you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely as long as it takes is okay. kind of my answer. But I wanted to like talk about like, you know, how will I locate Bigfoot? Because I mean, mm-hmm. I've I mean, I've watched all the shows dedicated to it. They haven't been able to find him mm-hmm. on any of these reality shows, and they, mm-hmm. those guys seem pretty sophisticated. Um, so I just want to know, like, do you guys have any techniques for me? How mm-hmm. long should I expect to wait? And then when I do finally capture Bigfoot, how, you know, how can I? romance him or her mm-hmm. him or her i mean it's kind of gender is unimportant to me okay huh. um i just you know really just want a bigfoot mm-hmm. gender um, is important to capturing a bigfoot mm-hmm. well can i just start before we get there i just want to yeah. say jordan just so you know because you seem very emotionally distraught about this Thank you, yeah. you are not alone mm. and it gets You're better thanks guys I don't know the song. <laughs> um, um, and I just want to let you know, right, wa- right off the bat, just right away, this is not going to be difficult. Wow. Okay. Uh, awesome. I was kind of preparing myself for an ordeal. Well, let me let me back backtrack. Okay, sure. This is not going to be difficult to find a bigfoot. Okay. No. Easy. So I guess why it's, it's more difficult okay. to date a bigfoot, right? Yeah. Whining and dining a Bigfoot mm-hmm. ain't easy. Yeah. If you want to find a Bigfoot, mm-hmm. first you have to select the gender. Do you want to capture a male oh. one or a female? He's one? right. Gender, actually, I know you said it wasn't important. It is important. Okay. Because you're, I mean, basically you're going to dress up like a opposite gender. Oh. Bigfoot. The Bugs Bunny technique. <laughs> yeah. So you want to put on some big Bigfoot titties if you want to. If a you male want, Bigfoot. If you want a male Bigfoot. And rub a bunch of fish all over your body. Yeah, they like a stink. Okay, well, let's just say, I mean, I guess, you know, up until now, you know, in my human dating, mm. I mean, I've been dating 
women. So maybe that's an easier transition for me. It's like, what if I wanted to find a female Bigfoot? Okay, so you don't you don't have to put big titties on it then. Yeah, on yourself then. That's a do I need a big fake dick? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes is the answer. Okay. Not only that, you need a very, very, very stretched out ball sack. Mm-hmm. Okay. They like a big, big old ball sack. It's stretched swinging. out. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Zane, what other things that did Bigfoot, did Bigfoot um, ladies enjoy? Bigfoot ladies. They like dancing. Okay. Like, to lure them, you gotta do a dance. Oh, so I need to, like, be... I, it's like a... What kind of dances how, do you do? How bees attract mates? Yeah. Like, do you do sambas? Yeah, do I mean, I can... I mean, I... You know, I... You know, I think pokies. We were all around in, in the mid-90s. I can, I can I can do a little swing dancing. Oh. oh. We were all around doing that. Do you think they would like maybe a little, like, actually play a little big band music? Mm-hmm. Should do too, but there's a modified Charleston that mm-hmm. they love. Oh, a modified... Mm-hmm. I'm missing mm-hmm. Link Charleston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, how good of a chef are you? Um, you know, I mean, uh, not not terrific. I think I do a pretty good job with like simple dishes. I have a slow cooker. Okay. So you know, maybe I could. You know, how do you feel? Make with, a stew. Feels about chilies or and stews. How strong of a stomach do you have? Um, you know, but pretty pretty strong. Because they like to eat the nastiest rotted okay. carcasses. Mm-hmm. And- Rot stinkier, rottier, the more full of bugs and. Nasties, the best. Okay, so maybe like concoct some sort of bug based mm-hmm. stew or chili. Mm-hmm. I got it. In my crock pot. I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you do is you get a pie pan, mm-hmm. you fill it with pie crust. Yeah. You fill it with whipped cream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you put a bunch of maggots in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, if you see one, throw the pie in its face. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it's got a pie maybe. fetish. Yeah, they do. They all have pie fetishes. Oh, so those videos are for Bigfoots? Uh, you know, they don't get on the internet much, but yeah. it, when they do, yeah. let me <laughs> they, tell you, they, they just go straight to YouTube and write in. to get them off. Yeah. So that's how you lure in a Bigfoot. Okay, great. So I don't like, think this is going to be a problem for you. Yeah. Easy peasy. We can tell you where to go. Mm-hmm. Places they like to hang out, for example. Um... Uh, they like to hang out in Griffith Park. They oh, wow. like to hang out. At, I thought I would have to go to like the Pacific Northwest no, or something. No, they hang out at like Cine Family, you know, on Fairfax. Huh. Yeah. Um, they like the yeah, Bev- sure the, art, the, the that art movie theater yeah. that sometimes shows. Uh, they revivals. like the Beverly yeah. Connection over wow. on um, you know La Cienega. Because these are places I go pretty regularly. Surprised you haven't seen any. I yeah. am too. Well, how much? How are you dressed like a Bigfoot? They're not going to. You know, what? that's you a great. I have not put on a giant leathery false ball sack. Yeah, and I so haven't been randomly swing dancing. Yeah. With a maggot pie. A lot of people go to Cine Family or New Beverly, and they're looking at the at their feet until the movie starts because they're awkward people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not suggesting you're like that, but but are you? You miss a lot. Maybe of, a little. Yeah, but yeah. Maybe th- maybe so. Maybe I just have been so like you know. And uh, don't worry about you know if making a pie. If you think making a pie that's for sissies, no Bigfoot woman will like that because they have different gender rules. Uh, oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. sure, I guess I've been kind of adhering to these human no. kind of norms and roles. No, but... when you start swing dancing with her, she's going to lead. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. well, that takes some of the pressure off me. Yeah, yeah. You have to do the Charleston by yourself at yeah, first. Yeah, it, like, then... it sounds like Bigfoot women are, like, really strong and independent. Absolutely. They are, and the males are very bashful. It's interesting. Very, it's a matriarchal society. So do you think I should, like, adopt that? Should I become more bashful? and Yeah, like bashful a... Bigfoots are the most 
popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except when they're dancing. So but I that's mean, not considered outgoing in their culture, dancing. It's just kind of part of... Part yeah, of yeah. It'd be like walking down the street. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, not a, not a thing. So, I mean, at any point, do I have to reveal that I am, in fact, a human and this has all been a ruse? Or do I have to live my life as a Bigfoot? You could if you would like to be slaughtered on this spot. Okay. Is that part of your fantasy? No, I definitely don't want that. It's no, not I, part I want of your to fantasy. have a happy relationship. With oh, you. okay. Okay. You never know what people's yeah, fantasies are. Yeah, no, sometimes are. should be uh, ripped limb from limb. So I think no, the no. hard part is going to be keeping your Bigfoot lady around. Yeah. yeah. Like, in, you know, the happiest relationships are based upon untruths. Mm-hmm. So, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Little, little nugget of wisdom from sure. St. Grant over there. Yeah. You really have to keep your, keep your mate. Uh, guessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep them wrapped in a blanket of lies. What lies have you told your wife who's sitting here in this room? What lies have I told mm-hmm. her? None. <laughs> because that would be transgressing the sacred boundary of marriage oh. to tell them the lies that you've told them. Yeah. Gotta, gotta keep them guessing. Well, so, I mean, I think that that's how you're going to attract it. I think we have some advice for how to keep a Bigfoot mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. But we have a couple calls on the line. Should we take some of the calls? Yeah. Yeah. About I mean, People who want to give you advice on dating your big, great, dating terrific. a Bigfoot. You got, the, you got the Bigfoot in the bag. Yeah. So how mm. we What do you do with it? What's it going to be like? Caller. Can we get a caller on the line? Caller, are you there? Hey, Mr. Party, this is Ben from the Mortuary Collection Kickstarter campaign. I'm just here to tell you one thing, and that is you don't want to date a Bigfoot. Uh Why? Well, because they're clingy, and they don't like to go out in public and have a good time. Mm. Sounds like he knows. Okay, okay. I I, I, got to go. I got to go. Thanks. Bye. Keep up the good work. Sounds like he likes to plug his Kickstarter campaign, but yeah. also that he uh, might be talking from experience. Yeah. Jordan, do you, are you sure you want to date a Bigfoot? Well, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, I think we all know that this this fella here from whatever this Kickstarter campaign is. I mean, or Trey Collection. Yeah, I mean, I think he seems to be that, you know, he's that, you know, friend of yours who's in a bad marriage who's like, oh, God, never get married. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, what the problem, you know, if I could just play amateur psychologist here, it doesn't seem to be the problem here is dating Bigfoots, but it seems like just maybe he's mismanaged that relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think I need to consider the source on this. I think that's true. You don't need to take it out on all the Sasquatches of the sure, world. Sure, exactly. You just need to realize this guy's coming from a bad situation, and maybe yeah. he used to go out a lot, and now he's not. You can't go out sure. much with a Bigfoot. Now, you yeah, know that. that's true. I mean, you know, and I'm not a, I'm not a club guy. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, I like, you know, I mm-hmm. like nice dinners and... Mm-hmm. You know, museums and stuff. But, I mean, if, you know, if me and the Bigfoot, if, if you know, it was mostly, like, lurking through the underbrush mm-hmm. or just hanging out and watching Netflix, I'd be okay with that. Oh, okay. you would? Yeah. So you would give up going to the Natural History Museum to date a Bigfoot? Well, I think the nat- Bigfoot would, I mean, you can... You ever had a, seen a Bigfoot in a Natural History Museum? They hate you know, it. That's true. Yeah. Because they, they are never included. They they're, maybe prefer, like, a science museum? They're pulling off the dinosaur skeleton bones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, like hitting people with them. Yeah, they get real angry. Um, what they really like doing, I mean, if you like going out, one thing they like doing is they like, you know, when there's like um, maybe people, amateur photographers yeah. out camping or um, teenagers and things, they like running in and scaring them. Do you like doing that? 
Um, I mean, I can, you know, here's the thing. is It's maybe not my number one mm-hmm. activity, but, okay. I mean, you have to have compromise in relationships. Absolutely. Like, sometimes you have to, you know, see the movie that the other one's interested sure. in, or you have to, you know... They murder a camp- camper. Right, and then I think I can have that, I can have that same... Mm-hmm. That same philosophy is like, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be my first choice on a Saturday night to murder a camper, but, you know, I can, I could probably find the fun in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that her, you know, joy and fun would bring me a lot of joy. So, okay. I mean, I just want to be like a good partner in this. You know, Jordan, I know you're here to help, for us to help you, but I'm just beginning to think that maybe you're giving me a little business idea over here. Maybe we need to be starting a Mystic Party dating site. Oh. oh matching up matching people up. with their yeah. <laughs> legendary yeah. creature. So you say, like, what are you looking for? Tall, hairy, smells like a stinky fish. Sure. You know, lives in the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they, they're like, what am I looking for? You know, um, uh, male or female. Sure. They probably don't care, yeah, to yeah. be frank and honest. Um, human, mm-hmm. comedian. Sure. You know, and then we'd match. Yeah. Matchmaking yeah, service. Yeah. Like monster mashes. Monster mashes. <laughs> but it's, we have other calls. Do we have other calls? Scaly. Uh, with Do you think you can get the guy who wrote the monster mash to write a theme song about monster match? <laughs> we can. We did uh, the match. We did the, the monster, monster match. match. That song. We don't really have to change that much of that song. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the one word. Could you uh, re-engineer this? Uh, we just want one word changed. Um, do we have more callers? Some more people with some opinions about Bigfoots on the line? Caller? Hello? Uh, hello, am I on? Is this on? Hello? Hi, uh, hi. I want to date a Bigfoot, but I'm, I'm worried about spending so much money on shampoo. Yeah. You have to spend a lot of money on shampoo? I don't want to spend a lot of money on that. <laughs> Caller, thank you for it this. It sounds like he already has quite a menagerie. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like um, the answer to that question is yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you do. Get ready to spend money on shampoo, probably more so conditioner. Yeah, oh, sure. Keeping yeah. it soft because that hair gets really wiry. Matted. Filthy. Yeah. You, you got to keep it. You got to keep it really soft. They take a lot of dirt baths. Yeah. Do you like dirt baths? Um, yeah, I mean, again, something I maybe wouldn't normally do on my own, but something I can compromise during that I can see the joy in, you know, rolling around let's, nude in let's dirt. Let's take a dirt bath together. That's going to be the theme song of our website. <laughs> so much singing on this show. Yeah. yeah. Did you want to sing a song? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. 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 Um, we can play a song for you to sing with. Oh, yeah. I mean, We can't you, really. We yeah. don't have to do that. <laughs> I mean, I, I really into the idea of the Monster Batch song. Okay. Monster Match. I'm just trademarking that right now for yeah. everybody who's listening. Ke- this is Kiki, a- can you go ahead and uh, buy that URL for Monstermatch.com. me? No, buy it for me. <laughs> She's my news girl. Um, it sounds like we have a pretty good trade here, is what it feels like to me. Yeah. It sounds like if we... Now, wait. Are you a computer engineer or just a comedian? Uh, just a comedian. Oh, okay, so you can't build this website for us. I can't. Have you ever fostered any kind of animals? I, I have. I have actually fostered a cat before. Oh, oh what was yeah. its name? I forget what its name was. That's your anyway, terrible foster. I'm sorry, but you I, don't want to get too attached. Mm. You know, I had a ten year old once. Mm. Can't remember his name either. Yeah. Were you going somewhere with that line of questioning? <laughs> you just wanted to know if he had fostered an animal. I just thought it might be a test. Mm. And you mm. didn't kill the animal. 
Uh, no. It worries me a little bit, honestly, that he can't remember the name of the cat. Yeah, no, it's a right. little concerning. Right. Yeah, I mean, but you know, that was I was I was younger then, mm-hmm. and you know, more you know, irresponsible. Like how old? Oh gosh, I mean, I was just in my I was just in my crazy twenties. Mm-hmm. You guys know how that is. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, and maybe 20s. then I I'm wasn't still there. I wasn't ready for, you know, what you're not ready only for to, now. Not only to like foster a cat, but maybe a you know a, a relationship with, sure. you know. A mythical creature. Sure. And I think now, like, now I, I, I own a cat. Mm-hmm. And I'm just a little more responsible. I remember that cat's name. I can tell you that cat's name right now. Tell us. What is it? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Bug. The cat's name is Bug. You have a cat named Bug? I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think now I am ready. And then I was not ready for a Would you be ready Definitely to give not. up that cat in order to go be with a mystical oh, creature? I guess so. I mean, so the you, mystical creature you, wouldn't live in my apartment with me by the grove. No, although I think they do like the grove. Yeah. But I don't, maybe you could vacation there, but I don't, I don't think so. And also, they hate cats. Oh, wow. Hate cats. Wow. Love Jamba Juice. Yeah. Interesting. Fact. And I don't like Jamba Juice. Oh, gosh. Uh, Jordan, are you sure about this relationship? Maybe not. I mean, maybe I've just romanticized this relationship. Maybe I've just seen all these glamorous Bigfoot movies mm-hmm. and I'll reality shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have had a fantasy all my life to date a woman with a giant butt, <laughs> and then I married her. <laughs> Do you know how much it cost to keep that thing? Yeah. What's your What's your butt upkeep bill? month she eats all the time because you have to keep feeding the butt yeah well and you have to and also you have to keep up what's the latest trend on huffington post sure seven things to keep your butt Mm -hmm. fat yeah wow so i mean what are you saying you're saying that like your dream is now a reality i'm saying careful what you wish for oh yeah well i have the opposite advice jordan I want to okay. say YOLO. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying about when I say I do. that? Do you know what I mean? I do. You only love once. Wow. That's a nice flip on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. Uh, true. I find you only love once in your whole life. And, you know, maybe that love is a Bigfoot. And I think we'd be willing to trade you, besides the check you send in the mail, which we will cash. Thank you. Um. Yeah. Uh, trade you we're gonna trademark that website mm-hmm. that you gave us the idea for we'll yeah. give you 0% of it great you pay us $500 for the website loving this and then we will introduce you to a few of our footy friends I like we got this. a few footy I like friends. this and you guys you know maybe like we know when they're there we they can help love me find certain... a nice home for my cat when sure, it's time sure, sure. for her to move in or well, for time for me we know move. some places we know a lot of people who need cats for various sacrificial reasons oh great okay if that's okay so at least I mean if the cat has to die it'll be you know in the service of some sort of like it's all sorts of spells dark God. ritual yeah 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 Yeah, and if you think about it open a google doc spreadsheet mm-hmm. write down $500 then write down minus Fish smells mm-hmm. minus mm-hmm. Uh, pie pan, yeah, pie crust, yeah, maggots. A lot of expenses here. Yeah, you gotta spend money to make money. Ball sacks, ball sacks. Yeah, fake ball sacks. <laughs> fake ball sacks. Fake ball sacks that you're gonna have to probably go to the Eagle, the or um, one of mm-hmm. these fetish clubs just mm-hmm. to find somebody to custom make because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're not that common. Wow. So yeah. a couple drinks at the Eagle. A couple drinks at the Eagle. A couple of times being dragged around by your nipples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, hand shampoo and conditioner. Lifetime of it. Which will include 
as part of our new customer discount on a monster match up match mm-hmm. we're gonna include that a Free. lifetime supply of shampoo no. well, depending on what who what monster you're being matched up with i mean if you're getting matched up with a creature from the black lagoon no you know. they hate shampoo it gets in their yeah. eyes it makes them <laughs> makes their eyes hurt Ugh. but you know then like you'll put that money toward like putting in a home aquarium mm. yeah so we give yeah. you one free bottle of shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. And one free home aquarium. And one free home aquarium. Oh, this is great. <laughs> you needed that, right? What a right? deal. Yeah, this is, this is terrific. What a, yeah, what a bargain. Other well, incentives might include mm-hmm. um, some needle and thread for Frankenstein. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a good one. Um, coffins, sm- coffins for your Draculas. Yeah. 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 Smoke machine. Fog machine, so you can so you can sexualize an invisible man. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah, because I've been trying to have sex with an invisible man. It's, it's hard. Uh, it's a but a fog bit machine of an ordeal. helps. A fog machine helps. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can kind of get a sense of where their body is. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, all sorts of things. Boy, this is terrific, guys. Thanks. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thanks for coming about... on, Jordan. Yeah, thanks. I and, mean, uh, I'm looking forward to my new life. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to our new business venture. I'm sure we'll be up and running and yeah. very famous by the time this podcast airs. <laughs> by the time this podcast ends. By the time it ends. Right. Yeah. Um, tell people where they can find you on um, on uh, the internet. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, if uh, if you want to get our podcast, Jordan Jesse Go, it's on um, uh, iTunes or at maximumfun.org. dot yeah. Zane, where can people find you, and what do you need to plug on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Zane Grant. Just one word: Z A N E G. Type it R. I'm waiting. A. <laughs> Put your pinky. A lot of slow typists the, in, the, in your audience. The, no, put your index finger on the N mm-hmm. and then up to the T. Uh-huh. And that will be me. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm also running a Kickstarter campaign no. for my own monetary benefit. <laughs> just to get some, just to get a little spending cash, a little walking around money. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Transylvania. And for some reason, after I taught there, I wasn't invited back. Hmm. So um, I'm just trying to raise $50,000. If you want to go to the mortuarycollection.com or search for it on your Kickstarters at home, dig deep, friends. Because tomorrow, your significant other might take all of your money. Mm-hmm. And it happens. Go somewhere fun without you. And you can find me at Abrea Grant. And uh, you can find this podcast, as you know, on iTunes, but like us on Facebook and send us your own questions for unsolicited advice. Get on that Facebook. Get on the Facebook. Type in, type in Mystic Party. Like it. Love it. Share it There's to your love. friends. You should press the love, love button, not like. <laughs> there should be different degrees of liking something on Facebook, Put on right? your pajamas. Put on your headphones. Sure. Get it all on there. Get them all ready. Put your youngins in bed. Put in your nose plug in case you want to go swimming. (laughs) Cute things. (laughs) Remember your foster kid's name and tell him about Mystic Party. Mystic Party. Foster kid's favorite show throughout America. Welcome to MonsterMatch.com where you could date... A centaur. (laughs) Skip the labyrinth.
and meet the Minotaur <laughs> at his the end of his boner. Hi, I'm Ryan. And I'm Jeremiah. And we are hosting a new comedy writing podcast called Fish Out of Water on Boardwalk Audio. Each week we invite a new guest to talk to us about writing for television, movies, the internet, and live theater. It's going to be fun, exciting, and invigorating. That's our Fish Out of Water guarantee. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at F-O-O-W-Pod. Yay! Yay! I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.